Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 691 for comics originally coming out December the 7th and December the 8th. But before Drew and I get to what's coming out in your local comic book shop this coming week. Drew, we got all kinds of fun things in the world of comic as we go ever so quick towards December and the end of the year. And of course, we celebrate Hawkeye episode 3 coming out. All kinds of fun stuff, Drew. Yes, but but the most important thing is, oh my God, the outpouring of concern over Kyle and oh, his family, <laughs> and oh, is he going to be okay? And if I if I have to answer one more question about your condition, you're fine, right? You're fine. Uh, I, I I am on the upswing now. I I I've, I feel like I've crossed the majority of the symptoms off, and uh, I'm, I'm, the ship has been righted. How's how, how's the smell and the taste? Oh, it's horrible not being able to taste food and smell things, and it's, it's every like there's just like a ingredient or two in everything I eat that just tastes like horrible and ruins everything I try to eat. So we sh- we too shall overcome. Yes, hopefully that so. comes back. Yeah. Um, last we spoke, your wife had dodged the bullet, but since then she nope, got it too. Yeah. Boom, comes back around for her. So we are five for five in the household. All five with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but, but you're probably coming out of it. Yeah, the, myself and the three children go back to our respective lives uh, this coming Monday. And then my wife gets to enjoy a little bit more quarantine by herself. Was it 10 days now or 14? I forget. 10. You had to do 10? Okay. Yeah. And uh, you'll have antibodies now, and you'll be good for, until yeah, an Omicron superhero. comes and gets you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, we're just stacking immunities on top of each other to the point where we should, you know, we should be able yes. to kill everything yes. now. So so we we appreciate the concern. Much. Kyle's fine. Absolutely. I don't feel so great. Nobody cares about me. Hey, I, I, I'm a little... I'm a little stiff in the joints. Uh, I got some aches and pains. Nobody asks. Nobody cares about old Drew. It's all about Kyle. When will when my will I apologies. get my plague? I am. I apologize that I did not think that my illness would uh, would uh, would move the spotlight ever so slightly <laughs> off of did. my dear brother. It did, so, and we uh, cannot have it. So what we're going to do is, in order to put it back on me, let me talk about. <laughs> The 12 <laughs> Comics of Christmas! Hey. Uh, yay! We rolled out a new segment that we're going to do for this whole month. And uh, we've got a little survey um, link in our show notes. It's on our um, Twitter feed. It's pinned there. It'll be on all our social media, etc. Um, of course, the patrons have already had it. Uh, they've had access to it because they're special but it's called the 12 comics of christmas and what it is it's just your favorite comics of 2021 and you share as many as you'd like up to 12 um if you wanted <laughs> as many as you'd like you share 12 yeah it's not really as many as you'd like at all yeah well i mean if you got more than 12 favorites you know you just that's fine but i don't want to hear about all of them. i only want to hear about i only want to hear up to 12 um and you know we've I've had questions that have come back like hey is it is it series is it issue is it you know can it be like tr- a trade I'm like it can be whatever you want yeah. it's your favorite twelve what are the comics top of twelve things that have made you smile this year yeah your favorite comics that you've read this year um, if you want to do like 
rank them. Like I've got it set up so you go one to twelve, and if you want to rank them, that's cool. If you don't feel comfortable ranking them, if there's less like I liked all these kind of equally, that's fine too. It doesn't matter to me. Um, you only have to put one in and your name to qualify. So if you say I really love this comic above everything else, and I don't really want to come up with twelve more or eleven more. You don't have to. You want to do five? You can just do five. Whatever. Um, but if you if you share a title and your name, um, I will read it on. Me and Kyle will read it on the air and share it with our listeners. And hopefully, we'll spread the love of good comics that happened this this year that uh, you can that other people might want to read. So absolutely, we're excited about it. We've already got a couple that have come in, so I want to start start us off with um, uh, with sharing those. I had somebody ask if they if it had to do it like per month, like since twelve months and twelve comics, like number one should be January or whatever. That's fun if you can do that. If you have that kind of record keeping ability, <laughs> I would not be able to do that probably, and and pigeonhole them into the month. But and we all know recency bias always creeps in. Of course, yes. So yeah, you can do whatever you want. Uh, it's just a fun way to share the the wonderful comics that you've read. And uh, you don't have to make it uh, taxing or hard for you. So uh, let's see. The first one uh, we got in was from. I, did, I already made a mistake. I put the name on the bottom, so now I got to scroll back up. Uh, this is our good buddy Wolf Warner, our NFT bo- T, uh, guy that's been sharing with us. Um, he sent his 12 favorites in uh, Stray Dogs, number one. Hey. Far Sector, number two. Canto is number three. Strange Academy, number four. Nice House on the Lake, at number five. Uh, S-I-K-T-C. Something is Killing the Children, Moron. Oh, Something is Killing the Children. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Daredevil uh, comes in at number seven. Immortal Hulk at eight. Uh, Miles Morales at nine. X-Men, X of Swords, number ten. Cross of Swords. Or Ten of Swords, number 10. It all works together. (laughs) It all comes out in the wash. Yeah, number 11 is Batman, and number 12 is Eve. What what do you think of Wolf's List? I like it. Very nice. There's some good ones there. I am imagining there's going to be a lot of stray dogs and a lot of lists. I think you might be right. Um, The next one is from Aaron Churchill, who who sends this in. Uh, Little Victory's Autism Through a Father's Eyes by Yvonne Roy. Didn't know that one. That's cool. Mm. Um, Number two, Save It for Later, Promises Parenthood and the Urgency of Protest by Nate Powell. These are like OGNs, I'm thinking. Um, Number three, What What Unites Us, the graphic novel by Dan Rather and Elliot Kirshner, illustrated by Tim Foley. Very cool. Number four, The Department of Truth by James Titt. Tinian and Martin Simons. Uh, number five, Adam Strange by Tom King and Mitch Jarrods. Number six, Joker by James Tinian and Gillum March. Number seven is The Ghost in You, A Reckless Book. Oh, yeah, that was a great one by Ed Brubaker uh, and Sean Phillips. Uh, number eight, Ghost Tree by Bobby Kernow and Simon Gain. Uh, number nine is Whistle, a new Gotham City hero by E. Lockhart and Manuel Pretano. Um, number 10 is Brindil by Frederick Bramod and Mike Kennedy. 
And number 11 is Noise, a graphic novel based on the true story, on a true story by Kathleen Raimondo. Number 12 is favorite comic of 2021 is Sacrificing My Final Pick for Drew. So he gets to say, (laughs) The Goddamn Virgin Bride. There you go. That's awesome. (laughs) That's fantastic. Thank you, Aaron. I don't get to say that anymore. So for sure, Goddamn Virgin Brides makes the cut. That's really cool. Man, uh, Aaron reads some. uh, He's a trade guy. Yeah. So that's cool. Trades and OGNs. I'm going to have to look some of those up. I don't know them all. Um, so there's the first two. We appreciate that. We just dropped it today, so it's cool that those came in. Um, love to to get a wide variety of responses, and love to hear what you you read this year that stood out. Um, might be tough for people to get just twelve. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah it doesn't it sounds like these these two folks, or Wolf and Aaron, haven't had any problem uh, coming up with their twelve. Something tells me they had more than twelve. I think so. Yeah, probably got to twelve and had to stop because you know what mm-hmm. wasn't on Wolf's list. No, no Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That's right. Maybe there wasn't any last year, this year. Mm-mm. There might not have been any new ones. I don't know. That's cool. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that'll be in the show notes throughout the month of December. Uh, we're gonna we're calling it the Twelve Comics of Christmas, and uh, we'll share that each week uh, as we. Um, get through the month should be some fun fun stuff we appreciate uh that if you if you want to participate and there are no wrong answers it's just about celebrating what we liked this year what we yep. thought was good and what made us smile yeah well kyle's are probably going to be wrong but yeah, yeah oh yeah 100 yeah, yeah. Your, yours the listener will not be wrong um kyle it is uh time to hop into the marvel previews we did dc last week so let's take a look at some of what Marvel has to offer in December for February, the crappiest of all months for comics. <laughs> historically. Maybe not this month, <laughs> Maybe but not. historically. You just never know. And I think the industry's been leaning into a bit of that as well. I don't yeah. think that's necessarily comics' fault as well. But we like to dig through the previews and try, hopefully give our <laughs> listeners a heads up to what we think uh, the both fun for, or for both comics for fun and profit would be uh, for this coming couple months and forward we're gonna start with more wolverine it looks like yeah x lives of wolverine number three that's what they're that's what they're gonna start off they had they had the opportunity to start off with um gwenverse yeah and they skipped it and went to x x lives of wolverine or 10 lives of wolverine number three Mm -hmm. i really need to get a definitive answer on whether that's that's probably 10 right I would think 10, yeah. Maybe not, though. Maybe it's X. I don't know. I mean, he is Weapon X, but, you yeah. know, I've been wrong before. X so it's Deaths of Wolverine, X This of Wolverine. Yeah. Episode 3 and... Or episode. <laughs> Issue 3 and 4. Lots of covers. Any covers set up, stand out to you? Um, yeah. Kyle Charles on... X Lives number three is not a bad one there. Oh, it's X Lives and X Deaths, and then X mm-hmm. Lives again, and then X Deaths yeah. again. Okay, I yeah. see. So it I does see. sound like it was the it's the ten lives and the ten deaths. If I had to guess, yes, that makes a lot of sense. All right, but enjoy nothing. that. That's not yeah. going to be for me. Uh, but what is is Gwenverse number one? Spider Gwen Gwenverse number one of five. Um, Tim Seeley, Jody Nishijima. Um, she's the one that's been doing that. She's been crushing it over on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? 
Mm-hmm. Same artist. I think so. Yeah, you uh, shouted her out the other day, or a couple weeks ago when we did this. Yeah, and we've got um, Peach Momoko doing uh, a design variant. Mm-hmm. That looks pretty awesome. We're going to reprint Edge of Spider-Verse number two f- as a facsimile to get the first Gwen, yeah. Spider-Gwen. That'll be fun for those of us that missed it. And then we get um, how many? Oh, homage variant covers by Greg Land. We're getting one, two, three, four of those. Well, the okay, so this is good. They're just showing us these ahead of time. These are for issues one, two, three, and four. These are not all for issue one, I don't believe. So that's kind of cool. What are the homages to? Uh, Gwen. I don't know. Like, yeah, those. Am I supposed to recognize those? I guess. Yeah. I guess I should. And once again, Greg Land, I apologize. <laughs> Anytime I might have besmirched you, but uh, sell out for this. One of these, one of these uh, other verses is going to pop as well. You think you know, this Wolverine Gwen or Cap Gwen or somebody's going to pop? So I mean, yeah. yeah, this looks good. This looks good. Um, I, we remember how much we loved Spider Verse uh, when it came out. It was really, really great, really fun. If they mm-hmm. have that same amount of fun, um, I, I hope they do. Um, I'm not as big a Tim Seeley fan as you are, um, but I'm hopeful that it, that he does a good job with it, um, and it's fun. When Gwen Stacy's bitten by a radioactive spider, she gains the erected neck superpowers and started a crime-fraying career as Spider-Woman, or as she's affectionately known by her peers, Ghost Spider, which we don't know. Do we like that? No, we don't. We like okay. Spider-Gwen. It That's was fine. It was fine as is. But what would have happened if ins- instead had picked up the enchanted hammer, Mjolnir, or if she received the super soldier serum, or built a high-tech suit of armor, or you get the idea. Find out in the new five-issue miniseries by Tim Seeley and Jody Nishijima. Oh, so it's almost like a what-if, really. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, okay. Um, not as interested, but I'm still checking that out. Uh, I, I'd rather have a bunch of different Gwens from all over the place, but I guess you can get there if you can get there the same way. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, and maybe it'll still maybe it'll still be that. I'm, I might just be connecting the dots to what if, just because it's in my head. Yeah, um, but if yeah, we get w- we get her in the traditional Spider-Man outfit like we see in Homage issue four. I mean that'll pop there, just that. Yeah, and her as um, Wolverine—that's kind of good. Yeah, her as Weapon X, Gwen. Yeah, that's pretty good. Weapon X, I don't know them. Weapon X, I like yeah. it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, then we go to Ghost Rider number one. This is Ben Percy, Corey Smith on art. Um, we're getting tons of variants. Another Peach Momoko in there, and Adam Kubert. Benjamin Sue, Inhyuk Lee, all kinds there of good ones. There is an X-Gwen variant. So we're going to have to look out for X-Gwen variants on a lot of these this month as well, it looks like. And this is in the... In the Ghost, Ghost Rider? Rider? Yeah. Ghost Rider? Oh, I see what you're saying. I see it. 
So this is Johnny Blaze. Uh, he has a perfect life. A wife, two kids, job at the auto repair shop. Uh, he isn't doing too well. He has nightmares of monsters when he sleeps. Blah, blah, blah. Life is feeling beginning to feel like a prison. Get to join the club. And there is a spirit in him that's begging to break out. Um, okay. So it looks like just like a retelling of uh, Ghost Rider. Just going to just reboot the character. That's cool. I'm good with that. Make it accessible. New readers. Yeah. I like the Inhyuk Lee cover a ton. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's dope looking. Stand out for me. Um, then we go to Devil's Reign Superior 4, number 2. Uh, Devil's Reign Villains for Hire, number 2. Uh, part of that event. Uh, Devil's Reign number 4 of 6. Um, a lot of more crossovers. We're doing a Spider-Man Devil's Reign, X-Men Devil's Reign, continuing. And we're also continuing Daredevil Women Without Fear, uh, a, a, another part of the Devil's Reign. I was going to say that one's also Devil's Reign. Yeah. So tons of tie-ins. And then we're jumping out of Devil's Reign for Electra Black, White, and Blood. And then jumping right back in with Luke Cage. <laughs> and then back out. For <laughs> Spider Woman number twenty, um, looks pretty good. And now we're beyond. And now Amazing we're back Spider-Man to Spider Man eighty eight yeah. dot beyond. And, and that one gets that, that gets top billing. Eighty eight dot b a e y gets top billing over eighty eight proper. I think it'd be flipped. Oh, jeez, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we have the Hornet. Hubie Brown, or Hobie Brown, is the Hornet in Dot Beyond. And then we've got um, Queen Goblin. And is this uh, the first Queen Goblin? Mm. So, maybe. And Ben Riley versus Queen Goblin. Interesting. So when is um when's when's Peter getting out of his coma? <laughs> You're already wanting it. I mean, I think now that we've launched a Ben Riley uh, Spider-Man book, um, can he just pop out of his coma now in in the regular Amazing? Yes. And go back to being Spider-Man. Does he have or does Ben have to be in both books? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I think we need to go ahead and pop old Peter out of the coma in the main main book. So Marvel, listen up. You've had your fun. Let's do it. There you go. Miles has been really good. I've really enjoyed the Miles Spider-Man as well. So Spider-Family's doing pretty well for me right now, even though... I don't like him being in a coma. It's still been pretty good. Yeah, and there we have one of our ex Gwen variants by Pete Woods. Oh, okay, that's not great. That's that is not good at all. Yeah, so. that's not that's not great. Yeah. And then we have Savage Spider-Man. So, 
Spider-Man in the Savage Land. Peter Parker finds himself in the middle of the biggest, most wide-ranging adventure he's ever had. And out of the gate, it's turned him into a savage beast. Forget everything you know about Spider-Man. All rules and regulations are out the door. And Peter Parker may never be the same. Huh. Well, okay, so he's out of the coma. But he's savage. This is like an Elseworlds type deal, you think? I would, yeah, I would almost guarantee it. And then we're moving on to Carnage Forever. Holy crap. Okay, Carnage Forever is being written by one, two, three people. And drawn by three people. At least. It doesn't even stop. It just says in more. And so. it's a one-shot. So it's a one-shot for five bucks. It's a one-shot. Carnage Forever, one-shot. Five dollars. Three writers, three artists. That's weird, right? So I'm assuming we get three little tiny stories. Yeah, okay. Be an anthology then. That makes sense. I would hope. Silver Surfer Rebirth. Not a great not a great look on the cover there. Who is that? The shocked that's, look? That's, that's an interior. So that's Ron Loom. Oof. I love it. <laughs> uh, Iron Fist number one launches by Alyssa Wong. Michael, how would you pronounce YG as a last name? Ig? Ig. Uh, covered by Jim Chung. That looks pretty good. More Danny Rand, right? Danny Rand is Iron Fist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it said, who is this new Iron Fist? Oh. Oh. So it might be getting a new Iron Fist in here as well. Very cool. Okay. But did anybody really care about the Danny Rand? I'm sure that there are Iron Fist fans out there. Why wouldn't there be? I'm just curious whether there was spec on, you know, oh. were people clamoring for Danny Rand's first. No, oh, I see what fist? you're saying. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, Sabretooth number one. You've placed Sabretooth number one nowhere near the 47 Wolverine books. Yeah. Or any X books for that matter. Or any X books, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maestro World War M number one of five. Excited about that one. Let me secret X Men. Okay, what's the secret? Uh, the secret is I don't know any of them. <laughs> uh, team Co Captain Sunspot and Cannonball must lead Marrow, Tempo, Forge, Banshee. Strong Guy, Armor, and Boom Boom on a secret mission. I've heard of some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, then I will uh, rephrase. I don't care about any of them. Yeah, okay, gotcha. And then Excellent, number one, by Peter Milligan and Mike Allred. Get that beautiful Mike Allred look. I was going to say, uh, definitely Allred. Un unmistakable. 
Uh, they were loved by their adoring fans. They were reviled by the harsh press. They lived, they loved, they fought, and they died a lot. All for the sake of fame. They were the ecstatics, a team of mutant celebrities fighting for a brighter world and an even brighter spotlight. But they're old news now because there's a new mutant team that will live harder, love harder, fight harder, and die a whole lot harder than those has-beens. Peter Milligan, Mike Allred, and Laura Allred return to introduce the best new superhero team you didn't know you needed. Meet the excellent. Do you care about that? Uh, Maybe. Um, it, 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 Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Might be interesting. Yep. Yep. X Men Legends number twelve. Got a, the Nightcrawler cover. It always gets my attention. We got yeah, Chris Claremont and uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good combination. No, no, is that Shadow Cow? Is that Modoc on the cover of X Men number eight? Yep. Good old Modoc. Love the new Mutants cover for twenty four. That's awesome. Shoots and ladders. Little shoots and ladders. That's pretty cool. That might even be. That might even be spec-worthy. They start doing board games covers. That, could, that could be something. Okay, I love the X-Gwen variant on the She-Hulk number two. That is our Wolverine Gwen. Much better. Mm. Much better. I like that a lot. So just If you're doing the X-Gwen variants, um, watch the artists. Yeah. Uh, She-Hulk is uh, Rainbow Rowl. Uh, she did Runaways. I don't know what else she did. And uh, Roger Antonio with a Jen Bartel cover. Always like Jen Bartel. Good Jen Bartel cover. Uh, silk number two. I'm going to have to get all these silks. Like both covers of each? No, I or? love the cover to one, and now I love the cover to two. The A's. I might as well just yeah. collect the series. Yeah, it yeah, it's probably probably good. Uh the Marvels comes back with issue nine. Feels like that's been going for a while, but maybe not. The thing is almost is wrapping up. Four of six. Hulk number four. It's an interesting Hulk cover. Yeah, yeah. So our first issue was interesting. Donny Cates. I don't know that I loved it, but it was it was interesting. Dark Ages, five of six. It's a bummer this is so short mm-hmm. of a series. Leave him wanting more, I guess. Tom Taylor can always revisit it. Oh yeah, because I think it's going to be popular. I've enjoyed it so far. Uh, Captain America, Iron Man. I'm not reading that. Avengers Forever, I'm not reading that. Regular Avengers, No Moon Knight, I'm not reading it. <laughs> uh, Kazar finishes with 5 of 5. So there's a Black History Month variant on Avengers 53, but they're not doing it on everything. I would have thought they'd leaned a little bit more heavily into it with some of those. Oh, yeah. It's February. Yeah, they just... 
pick and choose a little bit more than I thought. I thought they'd make they'd uh, they'd celebrate it, especially with as much as they've been going in on Miles Morales. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Eternals: The Undying, number one. They are bearing Eternals at the back of their previews. If that tells you anything about how well the movie's going, must not be doing as well as we. I've seen a lot of memes where it's uh, Thor the Dark World versus Eternals for the worst Marvel movie. Thor the Dark World. Is that the that the second one? Yep. Second Thor? Before Ragnarok? Correct. Or is that the first Thor? Thor 1 is Thor. Thor the Dark World is Thor 2. Ragnarok Thor is Thor. Yeah. 3. And then, and then we get Thor Lo- Re- Love and Thunder. Love and yeah. Thunder being Quattro. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, Fantastic Four, Reckoning War, Alpha number one. Dan Slot in Slot we trust. Yep, he's been doing some good stuff. I don't know what Reckoning War is, but I'm sure I'll, I'll figure it out by the time we get there. Phoenix Song, Echo number five. Finishes up. Uh, Black you Panther. Get enough echo from your Hawkeye series. Hopefully, you got it from this series. Yes, I wanted to have a conversation about Hawkeye three, but I don't know if we can without being spoilerific. All I'm going I, to say is, it looks like we will get Kingpin, and that well, makes me happy. That's what I didn't want to spoil. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited, about it. and I'm. I, we don't know that there was just little hints, but there was absolutely no confirmation of it. That's true, but boy, that's what I'm hoping. And then, do you want uh, the same kingpin we got? The same guy? Oh my goodness, yes! If you recast that, I'm going to go nuts. Yeah, you, I liked him too. The guy from Criminal Intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. Him. Metal jacket. What the hell is his name? I don't know. Can't think of it. Blanket. You asked me too quick. But yeah, I read that. I read that first first Hawkeye. Um, I did not love it. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. There you go. Yes. So then next. Next month will be a deal breaker for me because I'm. It better be. Better. Or I'll, mm-hmm. have to dro- or I'll have to drop it. Oh yeah, so yeah. you're only giving it two. I'm only going to give it two. Even though it's a five, issue thing, if if two isn't better, and eh, I'm not going to stick around. You read a lot of books. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, what are we doing with Marvel voices, here? I'm just skipping it. Is there any? What's the deal? Another star pack? Oh, this, these are like the up and comers, or right? Yeah, and we're just, okay. just packing stories gotcha. into one-offs. Anthology, six-dollar anthology of new new up and comers. Look, poor Moon Knight's on page fifty-seven. <laughs> How dare you? And it's a Devil's Reign, Kyle. <laughs> oh my gosh, Devil's Reign tie-in. We went through forty-six tie-ins. Yeah, that's 
pathetic. And my my boy Greg Land gets your boy a, Greg Land <laughs> he gets a variant. <laughs> and one of Moon Knight's variants is taken up by X Gwen. <laughs> Where's that at? Oh yeah, Todd Knock is going to do one. Now okay, so I don't think I'm getting that right. Like I usually get all my Moon Knight independently orderable books, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just just cause, but I don't know if I. Unless it's beautiful, I don't, I don't know that I want that. I, yeah. I have to wait. I have to wait for FOC on that to make that decision. <laughs> but yeah, um, if I haven't said anything since I had a like a, a a mixed review early on in the series where I was like not loving every single issue, I'm I'm firmly back in the in the positive pro column. Hey, all right. I'm enjoying it very much. Here on Black Widow 15 is the aforementioned Adam Hughes cover I referenced last week. Wow. Wow. Did you you had already seen that? Yeah, yeah. He and I go follow each other on Instagram. And by <laughs> that I mean I follow him and he doesn't know I exist. <laughs> That's really great. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And it's been a great series, man. So, good read, good art. What else do you want, man? Yeah. Oh, that's that's beautiful. I I don't I, don't, I just can't wait to see what the context is for that. Mm-hmm. That's really fantastic. I probably should read uh, Kelly Thompson's Captain Marvel since I love Black Widow so much. I think I've tried multiple times. How much times. catching up do you have to do at issues 37? Yeah. I think I was waiting for, like, a story arc to end to jump back mm-hmm. on. And maybe may have forgotten <laughs> to do that. Um, but this looks like it might be a... Looks like a jumping on point. This looks like it might be a jumping on point. Perfect jumping on point. It says that right there. Perfect jumping on point. Where I don't even do that. In the longest Captain Marvel run yet. Uh, like forever of all time, there's oh, never yep. been more than like thirty-seven. Yep. There's never been more than thirty-seven issues of Captain Marvel before this. Does that That's, sound right to you? Yeah, Marvel doesn't let things go. <laughs> we had, th- I think we had three different silks in one year. Well, I do remember that. That was the weirdest thing. Yeah. So strange. Thor twenty-two, really good. This is the God of Hammer storyline. Um, hopefully we get Throg back. Doesn't look like it. He's down there in the bottom. There he is. There he is. Um, that is a dope-looking alien cover. Cover eye. No, uh, no X, X-Men Spider-Gwen cover for there? <laughs> Not for <laughs> alien. alien. Not for Alien. There are some weird choices. Yeah. Okay, Star Wars High Republic 14. Yeah, who's that? I don't know. I have behind. But you're interested. Yes, very much so. Tying directly into Claudia Gray's Star Wars The Fallen Star. Phase 1 of the Star Wars High Republic enters its cataclysmic final wave of stories. Oh my, High Republic's ending. 
No. That can't be what that Star means. Star Wars The High Republic enters its cataclysmic final wave of stories. What would huh. you infer from such a sentence? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I think you may have uh, interpreted that correctly. <laughs> huh. All right. Now, this guy on the cover of Star Wars High Republic Eye of the Storm number two. Did we already have this conversation? Hold on, I'm, I'm still reading. I'm reading from 15 now. Okay. Phase one of Star Wars The High Republic reaches its galactic-shaking conclusion. Phase so one. Phase one of High, of High Republic ends here with 15. Okay. We still have... Well, we're, we're wrapping up Eye of the Storm. We're wrapping up High Republic. Okay, so we're wrapping everything up nicely. So yeah. That's so. pretty dope. So Eye of the Storm ends. A High Republic Trail of Shadows ends. Um... The High Republic is ending, yeah, and then we're going to relaunch it all. Probably. So we're, r- we're wrapping up all the High Republic stuff this month, and then curious what the hiatus, if anything, will be until Phase Two. Yeah, is it because something's coming on Disney Plus that we want to tie in with? No, we'd already talked about all that. Hmm. That would have been definitely a. Uh, a uh, you know a a Disney Plus Day announcement or something. Yeah, it probably would have. Halcyon Legacy number two. It's not ending. Nope, because it's not uh, High Republic. Gotcha. Twenty one. Putting off. They're putting out a lot of uh, Young Avengers. Collections, Kyle. Yep, they are. Got to be but, a reason for that. But uh, they're not allowing Kate Bishop to say anything about Young Avengers. <laughs> we kn- we know that's where they're headed, right? Oh my goodness, yes. Between Cassie Lang and her and all the other different things we've 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 gone to and Widow's sister and we do yeah we don't have. Wiccan, right? We haven't seen Wiccan in anything. Yeah, we saw both of them in WandaVision. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. They can grow up. Yeah, Speed and Wiccan. Uh, I mean, they, they they grew like eight years in one day. So, Hawkling? Is that the only one that's left? Well, we've seen Scrolls, so we haven't had Hawkling, but we know where Scrolls are, and I imagine... That's okay. going to be a pretty easy hit for that. Okay. So we're pretty close. Yeah. We can, we can do it. Yeah. We're pretty darn close on a lot of these. Because, you know, I think Shang-Chi didn't really seem to be part of, and my, I know this I know this is not your opinion, Kyle, but didn't seem like a, the next phase type of show. Uh-huh. Um, where I think... Sp- like the the Doctor Strange multiverse thing and the Spider Man multiverse uh, tie in that that's that feels more like it's part of something bigger. Like we're working towards something. And I guess at the end of Shang Chi there was that portal. Yeah, deal. he went he went with Wong. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm like trying to put together in my mind like what like we when did we know we were headed towards Thanos? In the last wave, 
What, what uh, movie we, did we know? We had the post credit scene of him on the throne in Guardians? Was it Guardians? So we I, were quite a few way, few movies into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, before we actually, yeah, before we got a lot from them, so, we were pretty in there. Is there any way we could be marching to Secret Wars? Oh, yeah. We easily could. And is that is that the way is that the right choice? Would that be the right choice to go to? No, I think we're just gonna go. Just we're gonna go to space Some with kind of, half of them, and we're gonna go Young Avengers with the other half of them. Or are we just gonna do Kang stuff in the multiverse? Yeah, and that and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. I'm less interested in that. Of course, you know, I didn't. I I, I wasn't really an Infinity Gauntlet guy before. You know that we got there with the movies. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we have to. We just have to figure out how we're uh, we're looping in Fantastic Four is the big next step that I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, you're right. You still think that's coming back? Yeah, that's clearly who's in Avengers Tower right now. Okay, I just don't know why Fox would give them back um, X Men or Fantastic Four. I don't see yeah. why they would do it. I mean, I guess the answer to all your questions is money, but <laughs> I mean, because Sony seems to be fine with lo- renting them Spider-Man forever for co-producing credits and mm-hmm. big checks. So I guess that's fine. And then they get to keep Morbius and Venom money, and I, I don't know what else. What else are they developing over there? Are they are they developing like a Sinister Six on that end? I, I don't know because you know we we of course we might be getting Venom. Sinister Six in the the upcoming Spider Man. That's what I was just about to say, and then we've yeah. already flung Venom over. So I mean, yeah. So Sony's playing with Marvel, playing well with Marvel, but I don't see Fox doesn't seem to be, and I don't know what is in it for them to just hand Fantastic Four back over. Or X-Men, for that matter. Right? Free money. Yeah, I guess. I guess. You know, they can't seem to get it right as Marvel does. I mean, I think they've done some good movies. But Mm -hmm. I don't think Fantastic Four would be one of them. I don't know if you've liked any of them. No, they've all been awful. But, I mean, they would be fine as you know, secondary characters, you know, overreaching Marvel things. I don't want to see this. I mean, there's there's essentially only two good Fantastic Four plots, and that's their origin in Galactus. Hmm. And we've seen really. Them. I mean, you get they got a lot of Doom stuff. Sure. A lot of fun Doom stuff, I would think. Give me a good Doom first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, with pre-sales like. Spider Spider-Man pre-sales are like through the roof. They've shattered all the previous records. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. Nobody wanted nobody went to the movies to see Eternals. A, a few went to see Shang-Chi. Nobody went to see Black Widow. But everybody's going to go to to Spider-Man? Yep. Everybody. What's the, what's the difference? I'm going to go to Spider-Man. What's the difference though? It's Spider-Man. They're just fun. Yeah. I guess you're right. Oh, Kyle, on page 99, they're collecting the Max Bemis run of Moon Knight. Ooh, Jason Burroughs uh, doing the art and Max Bemis. That was a good run. That was like 
That was like the last we got before Jed McKay's, right? Mm-hmm. That was lead up to 200. Oh, fun stuff. The final 12. And that's about it. Uh, 106 pages of goodness. 108 <laughs> pages. And, uh, how about... How many pages was our DC catalog last week? Like 20? 25. <laughs> oh, guys, come on. You can't be the big two like this. You're the big one and a half. <laughs> Lots of stuff, though. I mean, I don't know if it's all home runs. But yeah. There's some solid doubles in there. Right? <coughs> Absolutely. All right, Kyle. Let's take a look at if your voice, if your voice can hold up. Let's try to get through the cover price. Get through the cover price. All right, coverprice.com. Let's look at our top ten. Starting with number ten, we have Destroyer Duck from 1982. What? Per the Hollywood Reporter, entrepreneur Josh Jones has acquired the animated film and television rights to Grew with the intent of producing the character's first-ever animated adaptation via his film company, Did I Air Productions. Hmm. Guru's first appearance is in this issue, and trending, ACGC 9.8, $1,850. A few months ago, uh, ACGC 9.8 was $575 and $50 for Raw. Now those Raws are 90 and things are going up. Hmm. I don't know about that. I can't. Doesn't look great to me. <laughs> That's you, you, definitely not something that I've been quote unquote waiting yeah. on. But at rank nine, we have Wonder Woman Black and Gold number six, uh, the David Nakayama one in twenty five, a hundred and fifty seven dollars for a raw copy. At rank eight, Ultimate Fallout four, three K for a CGC nine point eight. So we are still going up and. 20 selling on the secondary market, so it continues to move. At rank 7, we have Young Avengers, number 1 from 2005. We talked about all the Young Avengers scuttlebutt. I inadvertently picked this one up not too long ago, or actually quite a while ago. Wow. Packed with first appearances, Kate Bishop's first appearance is one main driver for this. Current sales, however, there's a significantly more chatter around the team appearing soon. Uh, 21 copies moving. Ah, friggin' Eleven hundred dollars for a CDC nine point eight. Jeez! <laughs> oh my goodness! My goodness! I rank six Daredevil. I'm oh, sorry. Good. No, it just wasn't. It was they were cover price, cover price and below, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I picked it up for a dollar. For a dollar. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh. Well. Blah blah blah. Daredevil ten from two thousand. Watching Marvel Disney Plus content. As soon as possible tends to be a priority for those who don't like spoilers. Disney Plus content can sure move books when a character first appearance or is just referenced without getting into too many details. Echo, blah blah blah. Yeah, we remember Echo. You liked her when she was in when she was in Daredevil originally, and you um you liked her then. Yeah, yeah. So and she's an awesome character. The market has plenty of books to chase as far as Echo. This particular issue is the second appearance of Maya Lopez and also features her first cover appearance. Uh, 19 copies moving, a high sale of $360 for a CGC 9.8. How'd you like her performance and the actress and um, 
like the the origin story and all. I that. thought she did very good, and I loved the fact that when her uh, her father died, he did the handprint on the face and blood. That's symbolic of her outfit that you see here on issue six. So we got. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, very so cool. We got some dope stuff from it, so. I liked it. At Reg 5, Superman Son of Kal-El number 1 with issue 5 out now. The anticipated and hyped Kiss with Jonathan Kent's new love interest David Nakamura is memorialized on this very hard to find 1 in 53rd print. Only 10 copies sold and $315 for Rawls already. That's crazy. So one in fifty third print of issue number Five. one. That's stupid. Or yeah, sorry, yeah, issue number one. Gross. Sorry, trying to do it subtly, but can't. Yeah, At rank four, subtle. Daredevil eleven. CGC recently updated its case labels for this book to indicate Daredevil eleven as the first appearance of Echo Maya Lopez. That has had a significant effect on the mostly ignored issue until recently with this new attention and the recent Hawkeye heat 22 copies have moved CGC 9.8s up to $300 so that's pretty cool that CGC helps move the industry by relabeling those okay so we got first Maya Lopez in 9 first cover in 10 and then first actual echo content in 11 Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. At rank three, we have Avengers 19 from 1965. Spoilers ahead for Hawkeye episode one and two. This one is tough to tiptoe around if you've watched the recent episodes. Uh, Jacques Duquesne, uh, played by Tony Dalton, was introduced as Kate Bishop's mother's fiance. To Marvel fans, he's better known as the Swordsman. The comic version of this character, who has been both a villain and an ally to the Avengers, has been very complicated. This complexity should deliver unprecedented elements to the Disney Plus series. His first appearance in this issue moved 17 copies. CGC 7.5 going for 467 and the dreaded fair market value of $98. Now, um, did you know who the Swordsman was? No! I did not. This was from 1965. Yes. Holy smokes. Okay. No, I had no idea. I rank two Fantastic Four number 110 from 1971. As Marvel develops a solo Disney Plus series for Agatha Harkness, her first and second appearances continue to escalate in price. $1,500 for CGC 8.5. Uh, your typical Raw going for on $80. And at rank one, Noctera number one. Uh, speculation abound. Tony S. Daniels and Scott Snyder finalizing Noctera TV deal. Uh, CGC 9.8's $130. 41 copies on the secondary market already moving. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's moving. I hope it's a good movie. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Amazing Spider-Man 337. Um, what's the deal here? Uh, I don't see anything. Second appearance of the Sinister Six. Okay. Uh, 16 copies sold. Uh, $195 for a CGC 9.6. Uh, Daredevil 9. This, we talked about this. This is her first appearance. 
Uh, high sale of 850 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Proctor Valley Road, number one from Boom. Uh, let's see. We got. This is going to be a. What is the deal? Spec Tales podcast that this project has been options. Oh, okay. Uh, Spec Tales podcast. Have you heard of them? Not sure on that one. I have not. I have not heard of them. Anyway, it sold 36 copies based on their chatter. We need we need to do some uh, we need to move the needle, Kyle. Yeah, I was gonna say we need to yeah. break some spec. Well, it was only seventy four dollars for a CGC nine eight, so didn't oh. really didn't really move the needle much. Uh, Sleepwalker number one from nineteen ninety one. Series in development at Disney Plus. It's like the third time I've heard this Sleepwalker book is the thing to get. Really? Over the past, I mean, it was five years ago we were talking about the sleep crafting Sleepwalker ones. And who is who is Sleepwalker? No clue. Let me look. <clears throat> okay, it's. I remember seeing this book in, like, bargain bins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, it sold one hundred eighty-five dollars for a CGC nine eight. So the Sleepwalker from ninety-one. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number three in the most recent trailer, which I didn't watch. There's a brief scene where... Again, if you're a specker, watch trailers. There's a brief scene where Spider-Man is wielding magic-infused gauntlets. Um, This cover featuring Spider-Man as a symbiote-powered Sorcerer Supreme was the closest thing fans could find. Oh, yeah, we talked about this one. 18 copies sold, had a high sale of $31 for a raw. (laughs) Whoop-de-doo. Dark Dark Rain Zodiac number 1 from 2009... In Moon Knight number five, an obscure Marvel villain called Zodiac is reintroduced after first appearing in this 2009 title. Taking some of the steam from Hunter's Moon, Zodiac is presented as the recent mastermind behind Mark Spector's current challenges. Uh, Sold 10 copies, a high sale of $36 for a raw copy. Go, Moon Knight. Uh, Hawkeye number one from 2016. Uh, This is the first solo Kate Bishop series. Um, 49 copies continue to move, and we're now up to a $200 CGC 9.8. Hawkeye number 2 from 2012, the Fraction AHA book, uh, doing very well. Uh, This is the first team-up of Clint and Kate, and so they're calling this a minor key. It's 50 bucks for a very fine near-mint raw copy. Uh, Edge of Spider-Verse number two from 2014. This is for Spider-Gwen. And um, when Doctor Strange yells, they're coming through, this has led to a ton of speculation on just who he was referring to. Along with Miles, there's wishful thinking that Spider-Gwen could also appear in the film, but there's absolutely no signs of this. Still sold 12 copies. They had a high sale of $1,251 for a CGC 9.8 and I said when it was 20 bucks to pass because <laughs> it was a splash in the pan character that would not have legs and that was back in 2014 folks so can I call them or can I call them <laughs> well we were just so mad we missed it yes it was sour grapes on my part at rank 20 we have Hawkeye number 11 and this is Pizza Dog, our beloved Pizza Dog. We have both have a stack of these because we love Pizza Dog. Yeah. 
Um, sold 16 copies in... Wait a minute. That can't uh, be right. It's got to be a 9.8. That's, it says it's a high sale of $195 for a raw. It's got to be for a 9.8. Um, if not, got to dig those bad boys out and chuck them <laughs> to the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah his, I, have you noticed his eye too? Has it has various varying degrees of blindness in it? Well, he's he's supposed to be a one-eyed dog, and I don't believe that the actual dog has one eye. They, so why did they not can. gouge out the eye of the dog? <laughs> Jeez, for, for realism, because <laughs> it I just it bothers me that it keeps changing, being completely shut. To half shut, to open, and it drives me nuts. You're on your own on this one. I am not. You don't want to gouge out the dog's eye? Nope. Don't no. want to do that. Not <laughs> at all. That's the sound of a thousand uh, podcasts but, being like, shut off. <laughs> legitimately, yesterday, Hawkeye 11 Raw, $42 plus shipping. Which is still good. It's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. That was the last one, right? <laughs> yeah, I finished it up. Yeah. All right, now it's time for. Do we do we end up getting an updated list for, for FOC? Do you I, I, I'm, no. Let me take a quick look. What do you want to start with? Uh, lunar DC FOCs. Yep. For twelve five, is that right for Sunday? Yes. Yes. Twelve five. So for our DC items, Batgirls two being a big one. I don't like the cover A as well as I like. I like cover B the best. The Hikam Habchi. Cover B almost. Batman 119, Jorge Molina continuing to do great things. Jock 1 in 50 on that 119 is really good. Wow. Still don't like Dan Hip stuff. Man, I hate that. Oh, I was trying to open. The spreadsheet and see if the prices are in there. They are Batman Urban Legends 11 cover B, uh, dog being front and center there. That's pretty cool. Nice cover. All the Bat Batgirls look great again. Dark Knights of Steel number three, Superman getting his B cover for that one. So that's pretty cool. And then Wonder Woman getting her uh, her player character sheet. Oh, yeah. 1 in 25. They, it it would have been cool if those were independently orderable. Yeah, the 1 in 25 is a... Yeah, it would have been fun to collect those, but not at 1 in 25 prices. Yeah. I like that Detective 1047, the... Bermejo. No, I like the cover A. You like the cover A over the Batman dragging uh, Joker into Arkham? I like that as well, but... I feel like I've seen that more than I've seen uh, how good-looking that Ivan Rodriguez cover is. Well, who is the profile, the person in profile on the upper right? Yeah. Upper, upper, yeah, upper right. Who is that? It's really photorealistic. Mm. Can't go wrong with either one. Detective gets, uh, how many? Oh, it's four. It's ten forty-seven and ten forty-eight. Okay. Yeah, but still a. Uh, one in 25s and one in 50s. And there's another Irvin Rodriguez cover A that looks really good, that Harley one. And this looks familiar. Have we had something in this style before? 
or was it back during the? Um, I mean, th- these were these were uh, you know literally in the previews guide. We talked yeah, about so, them during so when the preview we cycle. During yeah. preview cycle, yeah, yeah, that is great, and we think that's going to do something, right? Yeah, ten forty eight. Yep. Yeah, that'll blow. That'll blow up. Of course, you know you got all those great Harley covers by what's what's your boy's name? Derek Chu. Yeah. I am Batman number five. Francisco Matina doing a great cover B on that one as well. What has he done there with the design? That's really amazing. I love it. Yeah. Got a Carl Kershaw cover for Joker, eleven one and twenty five the D cover. Blood Those are fantastic. Yeah, amazing. Peacemaker getting a cover on uh, Puzzle Box Six. Huh. For all you Legion people, Justice League versus the Legion, one of six. Get a couple of covers to choose from. You're gonna go with cover A. It's got all the heroes on it. <laughs> Penny Wor- Pennyworth is almost over. Six of seven. What is Sartorial Geek? It's a magazine with Kelly Sudakana going cover. So it's that's their magazine. Magazine, yep. How much is it? Four bucks. Geeky Lifestyle Magazine presents a best of compilation feature old favorites like articles. So it's been around. Okay, that's cool. So it's, it's like their image. What was that image uh, magazine that was in previews for a while? Mm hmm. Can't remember what it was. We'll call it Image Previews. Okay. It's from, but that's put out by Scout Comics. Yeah. Maybe something to the first issue of that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe Kelly Sue can explain why she hasn't done another issue of Bitch Planet in two years. Doing anything fun for Kal-El number seven? Doesn't look like anything too crazy. We're we're protesting uh, climate change. One one. Mm, tons of stuff. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Pretty pretty pretty. Okay, over at Image. Some of our Image items. Thing called Truth, number three. Department of Truth, not to be confused with. It's number 15. Good Asian, 8 of 10. Carmen gets a hardcover. My book of the year, probably. Oh. Spoilers. Monkey Meat, number one, from Junie Ba. Talked about Noctera leading some of our uh, spec lists on our... uh, our, uh, our hot tens and stuff there. We have the Noctera special. Two covers on that one. Is this the first Blacktop Bill cover? Behold the book of Blacktop Bill. In the wake of the first Ark's explosive finale, the origin of Noctera's most terrifying creature will at last reveal in this special one-shot issue. That casting's going to be important. Yes. Getting the right Blacktop Bill. And I love cover C. You do. I do. The simple teeth, dark, tough to get a nine point eight. Gonna be challenge, yeah. Uh, they collected that Texas Blood Volume Two. I just finished that uh, last issue of the that second arc. So good. Um, I know Jacob Phillips was on Twitter taking a, talking about taking a break. Um, so I know they're going to do a Christmas special for that te- Texas Blood, but I can't imagine that volume three is going to start anytime soon um so i would say you're going to have at least a two or three month break between a new volume of texas of that texas blood which is a bummer 
because it was really good. Undiscovered Country 18, Jai Lee. Love the cover. Be there. Um, click it, and it's actually there underneath of it. Oh, wow. They don't do that a lot. Mm-mm. And Walking Dead 30. Deluxe 30. Spawn covers. There is no Todd McFarlane on either of the covers. He's just letting Bjorn Barons and uh, other friends knock him out. And he's just saying, I'll focus on the world. At least he doesn't do these 70s trade dress covers. Glad of that. <laughs> Still don't get that. Uh, Dark Horse, we have Apache Delivery Service, number one of four. This is Matt Kent and Tyler Jenkins. Looks like a good one. Absolutely. Uh, that's pretty much it from Dark Horse. Is that right? Yeah. IDW, you got anything going on? Best of Optimus Prime. You like that cover a lot. Yeah, I do like that cover a lot. Trade Packer, back, paperback for Transformers Back to the Future. Kyle, what's going on with Marvel's covers? Uh, we're not getting them at the moment. Interesting. That's strange. I'm sure we had them in the pre. Yeah, we had. So is this uh, probably a diamond issue problem? More likely. I'll click on one and see if it pops up. You pick Hawkeye, Kate Bishop. Nope, not there. Nary a, nary a Marvel cover for quite a while. Very strange. Take a look at Daredevil Woman Without Fear. That could be something. Mm. We have our covers if we go to the Excel sheet. Coming directly from... Um, oh, yeah. Coming directly from uh, Penguin Random House. Mm -hmm. That's why they don't have them. Because they've been phased out. forgot about that. This industry's so messed up. <sighs> yeah. So She-Hulk number one. Got some really good art germ covers. Some Dan Jurgens on the one and twenty-five. Yeah, I didn't realize Art Germ was. Chin Bartel. Was the cover A? He's the cover A. And a version of it too. Jen Bartel has a really good cover there as well, independently orderable. And then there is our good friend Hughes, Adam Hughes cover. Cannot beat that. Hmm. Wow. Gonna be a tough choice. Yeah. Is Hughes Hughes is independently orderable too? I mean, we well, don't know that, but right, it's Dan only two. Jurgens is the one in twenty five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you're right. I mean, according to this, it's only regular price. I think I like. I think I prefer the art germ, though. Mm, it's great, but yeah, I mean, I'd say Hughes is your collectible. Really? I don't like it as much. But you think there's more there's Hughes much, people out yeah. there. I gotcha. Hmm. Then we have our Ten Deaths of Wolverine. One of these covers I liked. The Hans variant's a good one. Got him breaking out of the uh, out of the, the grave. And we have a spoiler variant for Ten Deaths of Wolverine. Okay. So that's a cool one. Yeah, there's something up with, with previews, because they don't have the boom books up for FOC either much of the uh, dynamite books oh what's happening <laughs> and if we have fourth man I know I'm jumping around a little bit but I'm on multiple sites here 
Um, Fourth Man by AWA. And we know AWA puts out a lot of good stuff. We got Jeff McComsey, which I'm not familiar with him, mm-hmm. and but Mike Diodato on art with Lee Loridge, which is great, and a cover by Raza. Nice pancake cover, literally pancakes. That looks pretty good. Not all robots on issue five. That's been great. Issue two of Good Boy. Oh yeah, Panther. <laughs> we saw that during the pre-order cycle. Mm-hmm. And Source Point gives us Rise of Dracula. Rich Davis and Puiz Calzada. Rejoice for the great purge is upon you. You probably felt that this week, didn't you? Absolutely. A lot of that, yeah. <laughs> that looks pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Source Point doing uh, vampires. Might be good. Oh, soon to be a TV series. Get it on the ground floor. This is chapter two of the Dracula Nightmare series. Dracula Nightmare. So no ground floor. I take that back. Good stuff, Kyle. Absolutely. Well, so much to choose from. What's your choice for... Or do, I, or do I go first? You go first. I always go first. Damn. I'm so torn. I'm going to go with Fourth Man from AWA. There you go. And I'm going with that Apache. What was that again? Apache Delivery Service. Yeah. Matt Can- That was my other choice. So yeah, that was right there. Good ones. Good ones yeah. all around. Yeah. Let's shoot over to the Hot 10 and see what's happening over there. Of course, that is our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. They publish their Hot Tidings Friday. We jump on it right away so we can tell you what the hottest books in the secondary market are. And, of course, number one we all know is that third printing of Superman, Sons of Kal-El, number one, the one in 50 Kiss variant, $300. Boy, that's crazy. Wonder Woman Black uh, and Gold number six, the David Nakayama. These are the same as they were last week. Almost doubling in price, $200 for our 1 in 25 after just a couple of weeks. It's crazy. At rank three, we have Venom 200, the Clayton Klein Black Friday variant, limited to 555 copies. While it is just a color change variant from a book that came out months ago, the all black is pretty sweet. And is already $120 to $140 at the current price point. At rank four, we have Avengers number 50, the Jack Kirby 1 in 100 variant that just came out. $170. Time for me to get blasted again. I don't discount Jack's impact on comic. It is undeniable. His art? Yeah. Kind of like Bob Dylan's voice. <laughs> yep, you either love it or you. Don't love it. At rank 5, we have Avengers number 19. This is the first swordsman we talked about earlier. Um, prices are uh, up across the board. And this one, for reference, a 6.0 will run you about $300, which is three times what it was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, we, we saw a way higher price on the other chart, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. At rank 6, we have Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 3, the 1 in 10 movie variant, $70 for a raw, and 140 for a 9.8. Appears to be somewhat hard to find, even though it is just a 1 in 10. Still trying to wrap our head around what the ceiling is on these Miles keys or the hard-to-find covers. At rank 7, we have Justice League Incarnate number 1, 
Brandon Peterson and, and Drea Bresson's one in twenty-five variant, fifty dollars. The regular cover is still at cover price, and you can still pick this up at large retailers for twenty to twenty-five percent below what eBay has it. This one has the feeling like it will drop out pretty quick. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember this one doing anything. I don't remember what yeah, this is about. So, at rank eight, we have New Avengers number eleven for twenty two thousand and five. This is, of course, our Ronin Part 1. Hasn't gone up in value as much as you might think. 9.8s are $225, up about 10 to 15%, and Rawls are between 30 and 35. Is it because even if Maya takes on the Ronin role, we all know it will be short-lived as there is already an Echo series announced. At rank 9, Hawkeye Kate Bishop number 1, the Tony Fleeks and Trish Forster variant, limited to 3,000. Just had to mention this book this week, selling for 25 to 30 This is just an awesome take on Pizza Dog that deserves to be recognized. Kate's thighs are not that thick, by the way. <laughs> That's off. Everyone's a critic. Contest of Champions number one from Al Ewing. The variant has always been a good long-term play, as this is the first appearance of White Fox. So oh. it is only fitting that the A cover starts to get some attention now as well. 20 to 25 dollars that's cool i can see that i can see white fox making appearances from now on and popping up in things heck yeah and our honorable mentions animal castle number one doing well at 10 to 15 dollars for the cover a and the variants appear to be doing well too i'm guessing that people are thinking this might be stray dogs 2.0 all things that we talked about weeks ago yeah cool and the other audible mentioned Blazing Comics number five, Tech number one sixty eight interior pages variant, rated an eight on the Gerber scarcity index. This is one I knew nothing about, and now see it as an absolute monster. The interior has the first appearance of Red Hood, and isn't a DC book. A seven point sold for four grand. What a nine point eight sold just last year for sixteen hundred. The more I look at comics as a whole, the more intriguing the story actually becomes. So I don't get... So, oh, wait a minute. It's not a DC book. Correct. But it's the first appearance of Red Hood? I guess. Red Hood as in, like, Joker's origin Red Hood? I would imagine. Oh. Hmm. All right. Very, very cool. Yeah. Is it sneak peek time? It's sneak peek time. Let's do it. Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I would go to our sneak peek. We find out the books that are going to be worth all kinds of fun money in the next week. And the things worth making sure you run to your local comic book shops and snag up. Am I in the bag for DC? Because every time I look at these bad boys, I'm just like, God, they're just crushing it on these covers. The covers are amazing. Uh, too bad they're only doing 24 pages worth of books. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And starting in DC, we got to talk about uh, Batman 118, the Victor Bogdanovich cardstock variant with the Spider-Man homage on it. They started out uh, with a 1 in 25 and then went to independently orderable, uh, completely screwing up what I thought was the best bet was it staying 1 in 25. Why am I missing this one? I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong day. Correct. God dang it. We are at our friends at Lunar, and we are under new releases coming out the 7th. The 7th. 
Gotcha. Yeah, okay. So this is no longer a 1 in 25. That's correct. It's independently orderable. You think it's garbage now? Correct. Run away. Yep. Because it's too easy to get. Correct. Huh. I still think it has appeal. It definitely has appeal. But I'm mad. But you're mad. Gotcha. Correct. But you weren't going to buy a 1 in 25. No, but I was happy. I was looking at things. You were thinking you were thinking it had a high upside and you wanted to be able to crow about it that oh. you called it. I oh. gotcha. Gotcha. Batman number eighty nine or Batman eighty nine number four, Babstar giving us that sultry cover B. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's classic Babstar. It's a great cover. I love it. But she disappeared for a while, right? Am I just imagining that? What was she doing? I don't know. Maybe she was doing a series or something and it's gonna come out. Dark Knights of Steel number two. Can't wait. Can't wait to read this. You read the first issue, you did, or did you not read the first issue? I haven't issue? read it yet. I was going to let them. Probably not worth letting them say it. No! Out. No! Okay. okay. No, there's like three or four different uh, twists and turns in the first issue alone. They're like, you're like, what? What? Uh, what? Oh, yeah. You got, yeah, you got to read this issue to issue, I think. Yeah, definitely. But, Good you one. know, you do you. You do you. Soul Plumber. I, I, okay, I'll let this stack up. I only read the first one. I haven't read the second one yet. One Star Squadron number one. I like the cover B. I love the concept Q. of this. Yeah. This sounds great. You know, Mark Russell and Steve Lieber, I, I think this is going to be awesome. And I can't wait. Uh, I don't know if it has any spec ability. What was, like, did Snaggletooth? In a, Snag, Snaggletooth never did anything, right? Flintstones never really did anything. Mm-mm. They were great reads. Great yes. reads. But not spec worthy. So more fun, less profit. Stranger, uh, Ranger Strangers, the fall edition from Scout Comics. Ranger Stranger is a gallows comedy set in majestic Hackenack National Park, a vast Bob Rossian world of woods and water for the adventurous camper or hiker to enjoy. Unfortunately, everything from the wildflowers to the homicidal deer to the park official wants to murder you. Enjoy your visit. So, fall edition, does that mean we get four issues a year? Yes. I mean, this is what, isn't that what your score years did? Although, I wish we got four issues a year. No, that would have been that would have been a blistering pace for them. It was every six months if we were lucky. I like this Ranger Stranger Fall Edition. It, it, I like it too. Very cool. Very nice. Oh, we're getting a Son of Kal El annual. World of Krypton number one, Robert Vendetti. A modern telling of one of the most storied periods in comics. Krypton is a utopia. Admired across the universe for its architecture and science and culture, but its shining towers and regal people could see a planet rotting at its core. I don't know who Domico is, a Domico, but I think your baby fingers and baby hands are way off because you've got. I mean, I understand perspective and all, but like the one hand is a little deformed and monstrous. And the other hand is like really petite and just not working. I don't like the baby face either, actually, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Anti baby. I'm sorry, A. Demonico. <laughs> they, they are scaring me. That is. 
Do you remember? Was it was it Neil Adams or Art Adams when he would draw children? Yeah, so like terrifying. Just, I saw one of those on that. that had uh, I can't remember who had, the, uh, the two uh, the two the two kids in the bath. Yeah, they looked like just midget adults. It was horrible. They were um, that was like Scarlet Witch. Yeah, kids, exactly. Right? Oh, it's so bad. So I can't remember who, which. I think it was Neil Adams. Oh my God, those were the worst. Yeah. Like, how can you not draw children? <laughs> Just don't. Just don't. Just leave them out of there. At that point. Another from Scout Comics. We have Third Wave ninety nine number one. Drew, you, I know you like your volleyball books and your sword fighting books. And how about a surfing book? If this was a boombox imprint. Mm-hmm. I would give it a read. Yeah. Um, I don't know that Scout will have the same manga feel that will pull me in. There you go. It could, I guess, but I don't know. Alright, Drew, let's head on over to our uh, non-DC items. Good friends at Image. Crossover 10. See what's going on in that wacky book. That's been mm. fun. Get me an invisible bloody logo hoodie. Here's our Lady Mechanica Monsters uh, of Ministry number one. Uh, Eric told us, don't miss out on this. Don't be afraid to jump on this four-issue series. Catch up. Well worth the time, he says. Yeah, and he also told me to read that first trade first. I didn't get that done. Don't go on it. I'm sorry I let you down, five days. I do have five days. That's true. Maybe I'll just go in cold. Maybe I'll just go in cold. But I definitely want to read this. It looks pretty fun. Silver coin number seven. You know, and I've heard this thing has been pretty good, so I feel like I may have jumped off too quickly. That every every anthology is going to have an uneven issue or two. This is true. You got to ride the wave. This is very true. Um, gotta I gotta hop on. Uh, what's the furthest place from here? Number two. That'll be my top of the stack read that this week. There you go. Because that first issue was so good, so good. From Dark Horse, Daisy number one. This is our nine-foot-tall person, right? Yes, yes, that's right. Daisy stands eight and a half feet tall and is still growing. Bummer. There's our Best of Shredder number one. Again, with our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Doing some cool stuff. I kind of like the look of that Transformers Wreckers Tread and Circuits cover B. That is cool. Marvel's going to give us uh, 80.bey for Amazing Spider-Man. And the final issue of Amazing Fantasy, which I dropped off all, uh, pretty quickly, actually. Hope I'm not missing out on that one. A Captain America... Death of Doctor... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, a Captain America Iron Man, number Eight. one, of five. And you were talking about Death of Doctor Strange? Death of Doctor Strange... Is that the Strange Blade? The Strange Blade one. Uh, the uh, cover A is really yes. cool. Boss Logic. I like. I'm a big fan of the Boss Logic covers. I just read uh, issue three of Death of Doctor Strange. Fun fact: he's still dead. <laughs> and Devil's Reign starts. So, okay, I gotta make the decision. We've seen. The sheer amount of volume of Devil's Reign tie-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't read all those books normally, um, so but I read some of them. Uh, I read Spider 
Woman, I read Moon Knight, I read a few of the others, uh, I read Daredevil. So you got to do the main title at the very least. I think I got to do this event. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably, you know, maybe skip some of the manufactured tie-ins, which are like Devil's Reign Avengers number one and Devil's mm-hmm. Devil's Reign uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one. Might skip some of those, um, unless it's a slow week. But yeah, I think this is my, this event. On this is my event. I'm jumping into this event. Street level got a Moon Knight tie-in. Kind of got my name on it, right? Yeah, absolutely. If it was crime noir, it'd be tailor-made for me. <laughs> Giant size black cat infinity score. I'm assuming this is Jed McKay, right? Yes. Gotta read this. It's the grand climax to Infinite Destinies and Infinity Score and the totality of Black Cat from the past two years. All in an oversized special. That sounds that sounds like it's ending. Yeah. That sounds like that's it. You think we might be done with Black Cat? That's what the grand climax to me. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Hmm. Maybe they'll revisit it. Is Jessica Jones alias Omnibus? You know, I've never finished that series. Oh yeah. Yeah. Read the first trade and then I got sidetracked and never finished it. Then I'm like, well, maybe come back in like at the end. I'm trying to think now. But yeah, I've never read the totality of that series. That's really good Bendis too. I've heard. I enjoyed what I read. There's Star Wars Crimson Rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks like something you that's got you written all over it <laughs> yeah i don't know if i care too much about her but eh. oh okay dynamite nyx number two rose bash cover pretty good very good boom we're getting buckhead number one we were excited about buckhead before yeah look pretty good is that a rod rice cover for buffy the last vampire slayer Mm-hmm. that's really nice it's a really nice cover for that our back half, we get Archie's holiday special, only three ninety nine, not nine ninety nine. DC, see, see how you can do that? You can do a holiday special without gouging us. Sure enough, Billy the Kit number three, Blue Juice promised us these books coming out on time, and, yep. and boy, they have uh, done just that. Uh, Crimson Cage from AWA, yet another wrestling tie-in that I still do not understand that. The, the crossover appeal of wrestling and comics, but I guess yeah. I guess it's like the, the like a never-ending battle. That makes sense, I go. guess. Uh, Devil Tree, number one, from Blood Moon Comics, LLC. I don't know if we've seen them before, have we? Mm, I'm not familiar with it. Definitely no. Don't know a lot about that publisher. But it's a serial killer yeah. story. Uh, Keith Rommel and Wolfgang Schwant. <laughs> I was just going to say Wolfgang Schwant. Wolfgang Schwant. Uh, Laura number two. You're reading that one for sure. Knighted number two. I'm still sitting on Knighted number one and haven't been able to read it yet. Got to do that. From Vault, we have Lunar Room number one by Danny Lore. Tons of covers for that. Yeah. What's that about? Cynthia Sinbreaker used to be a lot of things. A werewolf, a mob enforcer for a powerful mage. A name feared on every street corner of Solar City. But now she forcibly retired from all those things trying to get over her past jobs and past loves. Gotcha. 
That's so many friggin' covers for a vault book. That's so many. Mother Goose, one shot. That's the one that looks uh, like Scarface. Yeah. Prestige format. Prestige format. Aftershock one shot. I like that. Well. Rush. What is Rush number one from Vault Comics? Cy Spurrier. Yeah. The Hungry Earth Reddens Under Snow-Clad Hills. 1899 Yukon Territory, a frozen frontier, bloodied and bruised by the last great gold rush. But on the lawless wastes of the north, something whispers in the hindbrains of men. Don't know what that word is. Drawing them to a blighted valley where giant spider tracks mark the snow and impossible guns roar in the night. That seems pretty wicked. Oh, it's a second printing, so this came out the other week. All right, Drew, this point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the book that you got to have? Well, I don't want to take yours, but I don't know if you're going to, if you want this one or not. What do you think I'm going to take? Were you leaning towards Ranger Stranger? I was. Okay. Then I'm going to But I've got other options. You got backups? Yeah. I think I'm going to, golly. what I'm you, gonna go buck. I'll go Buckhead number one. You'll go Buckhead no, number one. Yeah, I, I think I will do Ranger Stranger then from Scout. A couple of small titles here today. I mean, I was close really on Devil stuff. Tree. I was close on that yeah, Buffy the Va- cool. that Buffy the Vampire Slayer was appealing, and the Lady Mechanica. Mm-hmm. Uh, being moving over to Image, I think it's got a chance to blow up. But yeah, it's a tough call today. A lot of good stuff. Who yeah, did the, who did the buck season. buckhead? Ah, I just moved off a scout. Was it a back half book? Mm, boom, sorry. Boom. Shobo Coker. There it is. Did you have a cover in mind? Cover A. All right. Fantastic. All right. Well, I want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself through all the books coming out here in December. Uh, of course, go to our Patreon, patreon.com, find us, Comics for Fun and Profit, uh, or on any of our socials, be part of our 12 Comics of Christmas. Tell us what your top 12 books of the year are and what you are really jonesing for. Uh, we thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See ya.